What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, 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 naughties. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. Uh, I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Wednesday, uh, and I'm in a really good mood today, despite the fact that our dear, dear friend, Donnie Meacham, will not be with us today, but it's a nice reason why he can't be here. Donnie's moving apartments today. Isn't that lovely? Donnie's got a fabulous new apartment in LA, and today was the only day uh, that he could move. So, boo-hoo, no Donnie, but we're so excited, Donnie. Send us a picture of the new place. He's doing so well in LA. People that have followed our journey together over the last few years know that Donnie was here in New York and then moved out to LA to get a fancy job in radio. And now he's doing so well, he's got a new apartment, so it's all thrilling news. But it does mean that it's just us today, Naughties. But don't worry, we've done it before. We know how to do this. We've got tons of gossip. So sit back and let's get to it. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Big story at the top of the show. Meghan Markle is making headlines again by slamming the label Duchess Difficult, saying that she actually makes a choice 
to be grounded. It's a fascinating, fascinating interview that she's doing, and she's really pushing back over these rumours that started to swirl. In about 2018, when she was given the nickname by the British tabloids, Duchess Difficult, because of her behaviour, like sending emails at the crack of dawn and even causing aides to quit. So when Meghan turned up in the royal family, in the royal circles, she worked at a different pace to most of the other members. She came in as a Hollywood actress, as somebody very, very successful, and demanded things to be done a certain way. And that is what led her to be called difficult. So in the latest episode of her podcast called, quote, Appending the Angry Black Woman Myth. The Duchess discusses the need for her personally to set boundaries. Now, Miss D has taught us a great deal about this myth, that there's angry black women out there, and whenever somebody, a woman of colour, is assertive, says what they want, they are treated in a very different way than somebody like me, a white man. So it is an interesting concept. The Duchess says the following, quote, You're allowed to set a boundary. You're allowed to be clear. That does not make you demanding. That does not make you difficult. It makes you clear. Isn't that interesting? So let's unpack that and go over it again. What she's saying here is you are allowed to set your boundaries and you are allowed to be clear about what you want. I like that. So as well as being a fabulous gossip columnist, I'm also a self-help author. And this is something we talk about a lot, setting boundaries and being clear. If you don't want to do something, say no. If you do want to do something, say yes. How many times do we sort of sit in the middle? I have friends that invite me out for, for drinks or colleagues, and sometimes I just don't want to go. I want to go home. I want to sit on the couch. I want to watch House of Dragons. And I'm quite clear. I'm like, yes, no. Old Rob used to always be, well, maybe, sort of, let's figure it out later. Now I'm clear, and life is actually much, much, much easier. So she's saying that, and she's saying, if you do that, if you set a boundary, say what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable to you, that does not make you demanding. No, no, no. And it does not make you difficult at all. What it makes you is clear. The Duchess said that she makes a choice to be grounded because things are going to be said no matter what you do. Certainly, in her case, things are going to be said. She said that she was watching Katanji Brown Jackson, the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court, be sworn into the bench, remembering how the judge showed restraint at her hearing. She certainly did. And she said, you do make a choice to be as grounded as possible because of all the things that are going to be said no matter what you do. So I think she's making really valid points here. Often Megan gets people very angry on this podcast, uh, uh, in general, not just on this show. But I think here she's making a really, really valid point. Maybe if she had been a man, we wouldn't have been talking about her like this. And dare I say, maybe I want to hear what you think here. If she wasn't a woman of colour, maybe we wouldn't have been talking about her in the way we do. Which brings us to our poll question of the day, because what you think is the most important thing on this show. Meghan Markle slams the Duchess difficult label, saying, I have made a choice to be grounded. This is a choice. This isn't an accident. This isn't something that just happened. When she joined the family, she decided, 
I'm going to be grounded. I'm going to make a choice. Doesn't make me difficult. Doesn't make me demanding. It makes me clear. Isn't that interesting? I've worked for a lot of really, really famous, successful people. J-Lo, Diddy, Bon Jovi, you know them all. The ones that I enjoyed the most were the ones that were the most clear. Jennifer Lopez is clear. She says yes. She says no. Them are the only two answers. Any other answer is a terrible answer. Yes and no are the two answers, and that is who Megan is. Do you think she's right? Do you think she's right here? She's not difficult. She is clear. Ooh, I can't wait to see your results. <laughs> so don't forget to vote. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow. Oh, it's a heavy topic today, isn't it? I can't wait to see what your answer is. Hey, moving along, James Corden is finally admitting that he was wrong over the restaurant debacle. So days after insisting that he hadn't done anything wrong, anything wrong on, quote, any level, Corden finally addressed the restaurant drama, and he was sort of meekly, shamefully admitting that he deeply regretted being so rude to the restaurant staff. He said the following, when you make a mistake, you've got to take responsibility. And so he did finally, finally take responsibility. He had been dubbed the most abusive customer in this restaurant, it's called Belfazar in New York City, in its history. So his behavior, he said, was rude, wrong, ungracious. And he said it was his father who was sitting in the audience with, with his mother, so Malcolm and Margaret. Hello, hello, hello. They were in the audience. And James said it was his dad who told him he needed to face up and stand up to all this criticism and admit he was wrong. So if you don't know this story, what happened is he was at a restaurant, Belfazar, on Spring Street here in New York. If you come to visit, go and see it. He said it's one of his favourite restaurants. He said, I genuinely love it there. If I lived in New York, I would go every single day if they would let me in. So he's still been a bit of a comedian here, I get it. So during a meal with his wife, they brought the wrong order. Now, she does have serious food allergies, so we should point that out too, because that's quite serious and ultimately he started to get really disrespectful and made a rude comment about cooking it himself he said i deeply deeply regret that and insisted that he does have such respect for wait staff although not on that day he went on to say the team at the restaurant was so great and that's another reason why i love it there now he wanted to make clear that he did not shout or scream or call names or use horrible language but he did do something wrong. So sometimes you don't think you're a problem if you're not screaming and shouting. But he said, you know, I was rude. I was rude. This is his quote. But the truth is, I made a rude comment and it was wrong. It was an unnecessary comment and it was ungracious to the server. I love that James is doing this. I hate that he was rude, but we've all had our off days, haven't we? And so I can't 
judge somebody uh, on the worst moments of their life. I can't, and I shouldn't judge myself on my worst moments either. Stop beating yourself up over those moments when you were not your best. So we're going to forgive you, James, but I've got to say, this cannot happen again. Now, we've heard a lot of rumours, haven't we, that James actually just is not that nice. And that's what's making this story stick. So I love the apology, and it's a full apology. A few days too late, in my opinion, but nevertheless, it happened. But what James's problem is, is there's lots of other rumours out there. So, James, you need to suck it up and be a good man and listen. Listen to this apology, James. Listen yourself and make sure it doesn't happen again. Okay, this story is wild. So, Kathy Hilton is claiming she will not return to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills if the show keeps two bullies. She doesn't say their names, but we know who she is talking about. It's Lisa Renner and Erica Jane. She does not like either one of those ladies, and they don't like her either. So the Real Housewife franchise is based on people really manufacturing and manipulating narratives to suit their purpose. And Kathy Hilton, who, let me point out, is not even a cast member, but she pops up on the show. She's not a regular cast member. She's a friend of the Housewives. So she said she does not want to return if these two ladies come back. She doesn't want to be back on camera. She won't do it. Even though her house is full of cameras, she's sick of all of it. So she doesn't want to engage anymore, but she did manage to find TMZ. Look at that. (laughs) So she found TMZ and told them she absolutely would not return to the show. She's been on the last two seasons if the cast was completely the same. She explained, quote, there are two bullies that intimidate a lot of the other girls. Notice she's now doing this for the other girls not for herself. And so that is what she's saying. She called them bullies. Lisa and Erica have been quite, quite brutal, saying that Kathy used a gay slur, lots of other stuff they're saying. Kathy is absolutely denying all this and even apologized on the show to Lisa, has changed her mind now, said that she wished she hadn't apologised. What do you think here? She'll be back. She'll be back. Don't you think she'll be back? And Bravo are not going to pick Kathy over Lisa and Erica. They're not going to lose two. Maybe if it was one-on-one, maybe Kathy would have a chance. But Lisa and Erica are dominating this show. And let me remind you one more time, we're not talking about Little House on the Prairie. We're talking about The Real Housewives, where bad behaviour is rewarded. Now, I'm not saying Lisa and Erica have been good girls. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is they understand reality TV. And this is what the show is. So, Kathy, if you don't want to be on a show that's full of drama and screaming and people being manipulative, then you probably should quit yourself because that's what the whole basis of The Real Housewives is all about. Hey, we have more news now on Matthew Perry. This book of his, I'm reading it right now. There is so much, so much in this book. So he told People magazine that several of his relationships have failed Because women who dated him were only interested in his money. He's revealing the challenges of trying to find true love when you're filthy rich. Isn't this 
really interesting and something we've got to admit. We all do sometimes think about when I see couples out and I know that one is really rich, filthy rich. I love that word. And the other, not quite so. I do sometimes, I do sometimes wonder. So he said the next person that he finds, he's dating somebody at the moment and he's happy, but he said when he was single, he said to himself, the next person I find has to love me. They have to love me, not just my money. So one of his criteria is he would only date people who were financially okay themselves. They didn't have to be as rich as him, but they had to be self-supporting. And he said once he started to do that, things got real, real better for him in the dating world, at least. He said it was a deal breaker because he used to look around and say, are they here just for the money? And several times he had to admit, yes, they were, which is not a fun thing to admit to yourself or anybody else. Have you ever dated somebody because they're rich? Has somebody ever dated you because you're rich? Bruce has a lot more money than I do, so when we first got together, I had nothing. And so I think a lot of people at first were suspicious, let's put it like that, were a little bit suspicious. But after 20 years, I mean, come on. Now, I think the answer's fine, which is, yes, I did marry him. No, I'm joking. The answer is we're very, very much in love. But what do you think when you see somebody and you know they're really rich? It's tricky, isn't it? You never think about that, do you? You think money is the solution to everything. Matthew Perry said uh, it can be a real challenge when you're looking for true love. This story is awful before we go to break. Anne Heche's ex is claiming that her son, Homer, is treating his half-brother in a hostile manner since her death. So Anne's ex, James Tupper, is pushing back against her oldest son, Homer, amid all this legal trouble over her will, over her estate. In new court documents that I've seen... Tupper has objected to Homer's latest request to the court to expand his authority over his mother's estate, citing poor treatment of his brother Atlas. So it looks like the two brothers are really fighting now over money, over estate. Her ex is involved in it. This is just so ugly. Everybody make a will. Make a will. It's your decision, not anybody else's, not your kids, not your partners. It's your decision where all your money, where your estate goes. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Hey, it's just us today, Naughties. I think we're doing great. How do you think Donnie's move's going? I think he's probably very calm. Donnie doesn't get excited or angry or frustrated. I think he's very, very calm. And he doesn't have a lot of stuff. Donnie would tell you this. He's like a nomad. He has a suitcase. I don't know if he even has pots or pans. I think he has a couple of pair of skinny jeans, a bottle of vodka. I know, I know. So it's probably a simple move. Hey, Donnie, if you're listening, hello, hello, hello. Hey, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Did you sing along? Thank you very much. So last show, we talked about fans thinking Kim Kardashian received a very telling birthday gift from Pete Davidson. Are they back together? Let's have a look. 50-50. <gasps> 50% of you said yes, something's going on. 50% said no. I'm going to actually straddle the boundary here because my sources tell me they are still hooking up. They're not a couple. They are seeing each other. Do you call it a booty call? I think that's what it's called, a booty call, where Kim has a, a great booty. So uh, I'm hearing that they do still see each other, although they're not yet a couple. Don't forget to vote. 
on today's poll, go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Mm. So one in, in one of his last Instagram posts, Leslie Jordan revealed that he'd just purchased his first condo. So Leslie passed away a few days ago. He was just 67. I knew him a little bit. When he was in New York, we would hang out. Oh, he was so devilishly naughty and funny. He told me once that Angelina Jolie's ex, Billy Bob, has the biggest penis in Hollywood. I know. (laughs) He would just tell me outrageous stories. He knew everything about Hollywood. I adored him. But what makes me happy, and the reason this is the nicest story of the day, is he worked really hard to be accepted in Hollywood and he worked really hard to make a living and it wasn't until Will and Grace and then really the pandemic when he wrote books he became an Instagram star that he was able to afford his own apartment so in his late 60s he finally bought his first apartment he did a little video where he sang that fabulous song the theme song to the Jeffersons I'm moving on up to the east side you know it and so he was thrilled about this apartment friends of his tell me that this was such joy for him I'm so happy he managed to do it before he passed he knew he had made it and now if he's looking down I'm sure he is he'll be thrilled to know three of his books are on the top 100 list. Our nicest of the day, and now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Bridget Moynihan is posting about relationships ending amid Tom Brady and Giselle's marriage drama. So Bridget Moynihan used to live in the same building as me, and she also used to date Tom Brady. I know which one is more impressive. (laughs) And so uh, she's now posting these really strange philosophical quotes that are actually quite beautiful, but the timing's really odd. They're all about relationships. One of the quotes was, quote, everything is not meant to be mended. Not all relationships are meant to last a lifetime. All very true, but Bridget, you're too smart to not know what's going on in the press, at least, with Tom and Giselle. The timing here is very, very naughty. If you're going to say something, say something. If not, zip it. Do you agree? Hey, let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, rub, rub. So for 15, 20 minutes, we love to laugh, gossip, giggle about celebrities, celebrity news. But for a moment, we're a little bit more serious. Today's moment of rub. I love this quote. It's from Jarrett Leto. He said the following quote, try and fail, but never fail to try. Sometimes, I've got to admit, I'm guilty here. Sometimes I just don't think it's going to work out, so I don't even try. I don't even bother. But you know what? It isn't going to work out if you don't try. So try and fail, but never, ever fail to try. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and the Naughty Shows. You're the co-host today, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, come on, help me. Come on, sing along. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. You sound marvellous. Thank you so much, Pip-Pip. It's naughty but nice with Rob! 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.